Hello, I welcome you all to the 66th session of Guru Bodha. I cordially welcome Dr. Guruja sir to this session. Namaste sir. I cordially welcome Dr. Ragram sir also to this session. Namaste sir. I dedicate this and all of my works at the holy feet of Dr. Chandrasekhar Udupa. This class is made live available for easy Ayurveda weekly class subscribers. So coming to the topic of the day is Chavan Prash. Chavan Prash is not being made with all the 52 herbs. What do you think about the number of uh, reduced herbs by companies and its effic efficacy or effectiveness? And how to know if Chavan Prash contains all the ingredients? Uh, Guruja sir, uh, over to you sir, please explain uh, about Chavan Prash. Definitely, this is one of the drawbacks of Ayurveda. We need to accept that. There are formulations very critically and very clearly mentioned in the classical text. But still, when it comes to manufacturing, a treating physician heavily depends on the manufacturer who supplies the medicines to them. And he believes that he has prepared the things as per the classical text with including all the herbs in that. But many, many attempts it may not be true because we don't have such a you know, studies or methods or tools to identify whether all the ingredients are present in this or not. For example, if in any chemical based drug, if they claim that contains two type of three types of chemicals in that or molecules with so many MGs in that, that can be reverse analyzed and that can be find out through HPTLC or something like that then we can identify whether it is present or not in the exact quantities present or not everything we can find out but such type of effective methods or tools are not ready or available in when it comes to the question of ayurveda products and previously when our acharyas they used to do it they meant that these things for the purpose of health of a person and they don't want to do any cheating in that but now we are entirely in the society in the market is uh, totally it is a market driven and it is a business driven. So automatically the greediness and all those things will come into play. Otherwise you can observe that Chavanaprash is Chavanaprash. It should contain all the classically what has been explained. But unfortunately in the market you will get Chavanaprasha plain, Chavanaprasha special, Chavanaprasha with Sona Chandi, Chavanaprasha with Mukta, Chavanaprasha with Ashtavarga. So many odd labeling or uh, typical way of uh, things have been mentioned. Even you can get Chavanaprasha chocolates, Chavanaprasha biscuits, so many things. But all these are uh, variants of Chavanaprasha which cannot be considered exactly to how the Acharyas have explained Chavanaprasha. Chavanaprasha means it should be the, with all the ingredients as, as described in the classical text. And any Chavanaprasha which is prepared with all these classical herbs which is explained as per the classical text will not be so tasty and tangy to the tongue. Otherwise, if you observe in the market, you can find out a very tasty Chavanaprasha. But when we prepare classically, it will be not so much of tasty or sweety. It should be the way it should be by using when these herbs are used. So that's why when Chavanaprasha would be made out of uh, all the herbs, then it is it is will have its own effectiveness. Or I can say what the Acharyas have very clearly stated as a Falashruti of that, all these can be expected out of that. But otherwise, when we shortcut the list of drugs into that and say it is Chavanaprasha, 
then of course then the result will also be same the result will also be cut down to some extent and some results may not be seen so that is the one thing second thing for the purpose of non availability of certain drugs and secondly uh, it is um, to cut down the cost manufacturing cost people are using the shortcuts and even sometimes the methods are being claimed shortcut all these things are not only going to hamper the chavana prasha and its ability it also brings a bad name to ayurveda that should not be accepted so whatever it is there it should be classically how it is explained that should be the, the thing and even we need to purchase or we need to try to develop or prepare the medicines as per the classical text otherwise you can keep any other name don't keep the name of chavana prasha because because it will be just defaming the chavana prasha in the name of chavana prasha but it will not be giving the result of chavana prasha so in these terms if it is less than the number of herbs which is prescribed in the classical text then don't call it as a chavana prasha call it as some other prasha yes, and i remember there were many uh, sub varieties of chavana prasha uh with the prefixes and suffixes were coming to the market and i think then uh, i rather drug control authority they came with a came with a rule that such tweaking of traditional names with their own names cannot be made then probably many of the prefixes and suffixes and additional things were withdrawn and one of the intriguing fact a factor about this champrash uh, is the use of the term ashtavarga you know generally uh, some of the ashtavarga herbs are there in champrash but you know calling them as you know the ashtavarga herbs are also mentioned and the substitutes of them are mentioned long back still many people uh, you know claim it it has you know virginal with all the ashtavarga and all but with the experience of uh, it all comes to doctors prescribing doctors his own experience uh, with, with trial and error with varieties of champrash that one can uh, know i mean you said you gave a very big hint that you know it should be more sourish tangy than very sweet ultra sweet uh, probably that and also over a period of time the prescribing doctor will gain his own experience and come to a better conclusion of a better version of chavan prash with a good company sir see definitely we, we cannot uh, simply just for the sake of uh, because chavan um, prash has been pushed to market in the form of a otc sector the over the counter product that's the reason they made it somewhat um, friendly to the customers a uh, tasty targeting audiences um, in gram customers uh, children and that age group so they made it tasty they can be palatable but unfortunately that is not the thing intention was the while our chana prasha has been designed by our acharyas the chana prasha has its own intention it should be prepared the way it should be you should not tamper with that or even tinker with that it should not be done raghunam sir do you have any uh, uh, any experience with chana prasha where you use where you not use uh, very complicated question uh, wonderful formulation but a complicated question many people also ask which company or which pharmacy chavanprash to use uh, which to use sir which not to use which is genuine uh, in this probably we might lose the race as doctors because uh, uh, we haven't tasted the chavanprash so because chavanprash was the first one to get a recognition on even on the television on the small screen right from our childhood we have been seeing dabar chavanprash uh, somebody eating and running and uh, getting into the bus 
competing with the old age person. Uh, there were so many ads which were commercialized. Mainly it was prepared for palatability of kids. Uh, probably most uh, pharmacies uh, didn't even use uh, the proper quantity of amla, as Guruji uh, rightly said. The sweetness and also the palatability, because it was mainly marketed for the children. So that particular point was focused upon initially. Now people are uh, taking caution. As Guruji rightly pointed out, there are so many tests which can find out which uh, drugs have been used, which herbs have been used, and which not. And a lot more things can be done. These things can also be manipulated in a way. But telling which companies Chavanprash was the toughest question, so which we should use because uh, we haven't tasted uh, Chavanprash as such, which comes from different pharmacies. Such questions will be very difficult to answer. And uh, as Guruji sir rightly pointed out, a couple of points about the taste and uh, uh, the form and consistency of Chavanprash that needs to be focused upon. That is the primary thing: the taste of amla, the taste of uh, uh, so uh, that is one thing, and uh, during the COVID period also we saw that Chavan Prash was uh, one of the uh, became one of the most popular. Suddenly it uh, rose to surge like Chavan Prash. So people who are not preparing Chavan Prash also started preparing in bulk, like uh, talents together. So because they saw that uh, uh, COVID period practice was not there, hospitals were not running, and Chavan Prash was advised. Uh, by the government and Ayush authority also to as one of uh, the important medications to boost up the immunity. And many people started manufacturing Tom, Dick and Harry. Everybody started manufacturing the Chawan Prash by their own and selling them. Probably many people became even lackiers by selling Chawan Prash during that particular time, especially those who had the business mode and modus operandi of uh, how things work situationally. So that was also done. So. There are different forms of chawan prash. Me too. When I tasted different forms of chawan prash, I found different different tastes. So which herbs have been added, which not? Uh, how genuinity? Unless there is a trust factor between the seller and the consumer, it is very difficult. Whether it is chawan prash or any uh, herbal formulation, to tell that this is genuine, it is so. Unless a person has total trust on a doctor who is prescribing. Now, if uh, me or Guruji sir or uh, Dr. Hebbar, so if we uh, tell that this pharmacy is preparing the best Chawan Prash because we have tried over so many uh, patients and it is giving good results, they are using genuine uh, products or we, we are preparing all by ourselves and it has all the ingredients. So that trust factor will definitely uh, work. So over a period of time, people will start trusting because the results also show its way. Classical preparations shall not be manipulated and we are also not sure how many herbs of out of all these things are available in their true form? So, because many herbs they tell it is controversial, uh, Guruji sir being the expert of the Vaguna field, he can throw some light on this. Many of these, I don't, I don't know if they are genuinely available uh, herbs used in Chawan Prash or any other formulation where plenty of 50 to 100 herbs are there. So, what was used in Charaka's time and Sushruta's time and what is being used now, whether they are the same herbs, we don't know. Identification on the basis of certain studies have been made, classification has been made, whether things available as Dashamula, whether things are available as Ashtavarga, how genuine they are, we don't know. Even honey which has been used, ghee which has been used, so the quality. Again, to comment on this particular thing, it is very difficult. Having said that, I have not got plenty of questions related to Chavan Prash. Uh, so if at, if at all I have got some questions, it is about uh, the quality of Chavan Prash belonging to different pharmacies. Uh, Again, I had to go to some experts of Baisha Kalpana, talk with them, 
if some queries, such related queries are there and take the information and pass it on to my client. And one more, if you have like a mini pharmacy setup, ideally it would be best if you can prepare Chavampurash of your own. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, Doctor. But this is, I vote for this. If we can do that, so because we cannot cheat ourselves. We cannot cheat ourselves. So the trust factor of the patients and the clients are very important. And we know that we need to give results. And uh, we know as doctors and with experience, we know that we have to go by the chart, by the chart given by the classics. Absolutely, I agree with you. And I mean, I understand that it's difficult for you know, every Ayurveda practitioner to go with uh, their own uh, formulas. At least, uh, you know, four to five local Ayurveda doctors can come together. And, you know, if one of them is leading, then other people can help. I feel, uh, Dr. Ebbar, one Dravyaguna expert and one Baishaja Kalpana expert should be there in the team of preparation of medication. Uh, if it's, it needs to be, so because the quality check, not only the quality check of the final product, but also identification of usual herbs, how genuine or not, whether they are suitable to be used in the preparation or not, that should be decided by the experts. Dravyaguna, Rasa Shastra Baishaja Kalpana experts, I think they form a vital component in preparation of any uh, medication and also there are like many steps involved in the term crash the main pain point being the availability of these uh you know yes. these these many herbs in the availability and the big problem is identification dr yeah, so in the yeah in yes. the uh, you know in the kashaya 16 plus 19 so uh, 35 herbs are there in the kashaya which may become difficult but if some, many of them are not available at least with some of them if, if it is made available it will be you know at least a mini version of the champras gura sir your comments please see for any practicing physician it is expected that if he prepares himself then it will be best that is there is no doubt but practically it is not possible when we are practicing we will be concentrated on the practice orientation and when we shift our concentration to the manufacturing then we we can't give the same time to practice that is one point number one point number two see you cannot simply prepare a jhana prash it is a uh, technique of cooking just like any other cooking it needs to be have an expertise otherwise what will happen you don't know when to stop or when to uh, heat then ultimately in your jhana prash some moisture remains then it will spoil very easily it is not so easy to manufacture any of the things it will be done by repeatedly if you are doing and repeatedly you are uh, preparing those things then you will come to know what is that called is a technique of where to stop how to cook what temperature what vessel what lakshana should siddhi lakshana should come everything will finalize otherwise it will be very very difficult sometimes it will happen something like that yesterday's sambar was good and today's sambar is something different taste something like the same comment you'll get in the house similar type of comment you'll get even in the practice also so we need to be very very cautious in these things of course it is a, a somewhat you can say a beautiful thing that if you could be able to prepare but practically it is not possible then comes the question is who is a genuine manufacturer who is very much concerned about ayurveda whether he is done by any ayurveda expert or ayurveda doctor himself is doing this or he is not giving any pamper and show and advertisement simply manufacturing and giving or this particular product is in the market since so many years and been used by many doctors and taste is not so good but it is giving result all these factors come into play i mean these things are understood and we can come out for example and the lines of tasting i could definitely say that swamala compound tastes so good you cannot simply say it is chavana prasha but it is based or prepared out of chavana prasha or on the lines of chavana prasha and a little bit of improvisation has been done in that and that is a very tasty also 
result wise also no good but you cannot simply say it is chavana prasha and giving the similarly there are companies they are producing chavana prasha but taste may not be good but results are good so keeping in all these things in mind we need to check it up and many a times it is very difficult for us to prepare any medicines by ourselves only some few churnas can be done easily and some sometimes some oils can be prepared or ghee can be prepared but when we go for a multiple combinations and even the big big formulations which contain so much of ingredients first of all getting those uh, ingredients in right quantity identifying them in right thing and then preparing them in a the right uh, consistency it's very difficult task it may be sounds good that we ourselves only prepared it it doesn't mean that if i prepare myself my chana prasha it will be best chana prasha i don't know whether i have exactly cooked it whether the color attained proper thing whether what are the ingredients i used is really good so there are so many factors pitching so that's why we need to depend on certain companies which are at least not compromising on the principles of ayurveda that we that we come to know that only when we started using those company products then only we can say it is good or bad uh, going with chavan prash i would like to uh, tell a small story i used to purchase uh, chavan prash from one of my gurus dr nagireddy sir i used to blindly see many people used to purchase medicine though he was in government uh, college so he had a big pharmacy called chaitanya pharmacy which is now merged with some other company uh, uh, we also used to visit his pharmacy see the entire pharmacy was handled by his wife who was not educated very important not educated at all <clears throat> and she used to prepare all the medic all the medications all the formulations including the basti vasti dravyas the packing quant- uh, quantity monitoring the pakalakshanas uh, pa- pa- and everything she used to monitor once uh, myself and my dad had gone to purchase uh, some chavan prash uh, itself so when we went uh, so she was having a walk around her home so she finished her walking and she came back so what we observed was big uh, uh, vessels which were uh, in in some vessels oil was being prepared taila taila murchana was being done in some big vessel chavan prash was being prepared and they had two patent products uh, chaitanya rasayana and vajikara rasayana i think even now we can find it on google somewhere chaitanya rasayana was at that particular time it was used as one of the medications for uh, altering the cd4 count in aids patient and many people the medicine was sold like hot cake so he even used to tell that uh, combine chaitanya rasayana and vajikara rasayana in some proportion and give it to the patients of aids and also at the terminal stages of illness so those medicines and uh, chaitanya rasayana was one of the medicine which was prepared on similar lines of chavan prash most of the ingredients were similar and nagareddy sir added a few uh, things he made his own formulation like customized and used to prepare that so many medicines were there and nobody to monitor because that was early in the morning 637 we reached uh, that particular place everything was being prepared so the boiling so the all medicines are under the stage of preparation so i was really curious i asked her all medicines you have left it like this uh, and you have gone for a walk what if something happens because avaleha is there taila process, process is there everything is being prepared guruja sir pointed out a valid point like the method of preparation and the person who knows has the knowledge of preparation that is very important here we are speaking about an uneducated person a lady who was pre- maintaining the whole chaitanya pharmacy and there was never a single complaint never a single rejection of the medicine and i personally used it for many years vasti churnas tailas for anvasana vasti chavan prash chaitanya rasayana vajikara rasayana everything i used and results were fascinating in compared to the non pharmacies 
because it was prepared with such dedication and agriculturist used to tell one thing it is always see if a person knows what is what and prepares number 1 and especially if it is a woman because she is also a homemaker and also she handles the kitchen nobody can prepare the medicines or the formulations better than a housewife telling that she was uneducated she said in simple words see i have learned certain things over a period of time how many rounds of walk i'll do by that time what quantity of paaka it will get these are the crude yeah. calculations which are not at all there in the text she used to tell by the time i complete these rounds or within this particular time span i'll go here and purchase some something and come back within these minutes within these minutes this particular thing so she is she doesn't know shloka she doesn't know the classics and all those things but still she is man- man- managing things there was not a single day an agri disarray used to tell i blindly trust her and have given the pharmacy to her hand because she is managing th- this since two years and not even a sing even if i prepare as a rasha shastra and vaishya kalpana expert even if i prepare i may go wrong she can never go wrong yes, sir. experience matters a lot and moving on to the next topic uh, very complicated uh, it requires a lot of experience uh, probably as complicated as champrash is the tinnitus where finding out the causative factor becomes very important because from depression to ear anomaly anatomical anomaly to ear wax or aging many different causative factors are involved can you please share clinical experience of tinnitus cases uh, what are some effective formulations and remedies and uh, i have found it it to be very difficult to achieve 100% result so i treated a few cases of tinnitus so first of all we should see as uh, half the question was answered by dr hebbar already it depends on causes it totally depends on causes and we need to see whether it is as a physician i am telling we need to see if it is a primary or a secondary tinnitus primary is uh, some organ damage and something has happened in the ear and then it has led to tinnitus or it is secondary uh, as already examples are given by dr hebbar maybe a depression a physical illness in ayurveda also uh, in panduroga acharya explains ஆர்ஸ் and our ayurveda medicines are wholesome like even if we don't know whether we are treating primary or secondary by default also some medicines definitely give good results like using the uh, taila gruta and some rasayanas orally and also karnapurna so these things will definitely uh, give the results but very importantly find out the factor sankshepataha kriya yoga nidana parivarjanam the first and the foremost thing what we need to think about in almost all the conditions which we treat clinically is identify the positive factor and separate it so that is that is the best form of treatment so identifying the cause again is difficult we need to go through a thorough history uh, with the patient and uh, the second step comes find out whether it is primary so whether the person had put something in the ear and uh, try to do something with the ear or such, there was some accident some blow on the head accidental fall so following which the tinnitus has come so directly or direct damage to the ear so or somebody has slapped on the ear so these things can be uh, considered there and coming to the secondary there may be wide array of uh, disorders due to which 
uh, as I mentioned, one of the examples is Pandu. Here, treating Pandu Roga is very important. If we treat Pandu Roga, the current Karnalada will come down. The sounds, uh, the tinnitus, or whatever the symptoms uh, the patient is experiencing will come down. So, coming to the uh, different approaches which we can make uh, in treating tinnitus is definitely uh, Karana is or ear is one of the Shrotrendriya, also we call it as. Karna is the visible organ here and the indriya soul of uh, the ear which is maintaining all the functions is the shrotrendriya uh, so the indriya so the functional component of the ear so here when we are telling about shrotrendriya uh, it is said to be one of the important seeds of vata so first approach will be to handle vata uh, in these conditions whether it is primary or secondary just see if the vata symptoms are there and try to handle it never like uh, karana purana so even before doing karana purana have a thorough ear check see that there is no perforation and other problems then you can go ahead with uh, a karana purana to be very safe so bilva taila akshara taila there are quite a lot of medications which we can use uh, for karana purana and then coming to so here we will be addressing vata in its in, in one of its seat that is shrotrendriya uh, or the karana Next, we will come to the Murtni Taila. So, Murtni Taila is uh, the oil procedures which are done on the head. I have found very good results. Whenever any medicine or any treatment is not working out, Shiro Vasti, especially among uh, Shiro Dara, Shiro Vasti, Shiro Pichu, Shiro Abhenga, all these are called as Murtni Taila procedures. The oil procedures done over the head. So, we have a treatment where a cabin is built over the head like Kati Vasti and oil is stored there. So, we can use I have also used Yamaka like Kruta with the Taila, both combination as a bridge for Vata and Pitta. Outstanding results we'll get. Mahamashu Taila, Chiravala Taila, a plain Gruta, Murshita Gruta in combination. We can use only Taila or Gruta or Vata, uh, Taila and Gruta. So to see that Vata and Pitta symptoms are handled properly. So Murni Taila will give, uh, definitely it will give very good uh, results. Shiro Abdenga has been mentioned as uh, those are prone to have this tinnitus uh, shiro abhenga is a simple procedure which can be practiced at home itself and shiro abhenga has been mentioned among the dinacharya procedures abhenga has been abhenga macharet nityam among the abhenga pada abhenga and shiro abhenga are inevitably involved so when we are doing this it can be uh, preventive also and next coming to the most important procedure is uh, chaturudha vikaras the diseases above the level of the collarbone, the head, the sense organs, that is the seats of the sense organs and all those things. Nasya is very important. Nasya is very important to therapy. We have to include Nasya uh, in the treatment of uh, tinnitus. So nourishing oils like Shirabala 101, Danvantram 101, Mahamashatela, these things will be very good uh, for uh, administration of Nasya. And then coming to Basti. Since we are, we are speaking about uh, Vata, if nothing is working out, see, Vasti is the primary treatment always. It is the numero uno treatment for Vata. But here we need to use it as a Brahmastra, last weapon to handle it. Because many times tinnitus may be a simple uh, thing and it may go away. If it is not even responding to Murti Taila and other things, we can either use Murti Taila, Shiro Benga with Vasti. So combination, ideal combination. Never use Nasya with Vasti. So because that is uh, uh, giving uh, sneha through two roots is not uh, uh, recommendable. Basti is one of the best treatments again to take control of uh, Vata. Again, as I said, to treat primary conditions like Pandu, etc. Uh, identify those diseases. 
and other uh, simple treatments are krutapana or yamakapana gruta with taila so to balance vata kavala gandusha absolutely kavala and gandusha with gruta or taila again plain gruta plain tila taila and also plain go gruta can be used uh, for uh, such purposes and also those medications which have been explained in unmada and apasmara prakarana can also be given here in this condition like saraswata gruta uh, brahmi gruta sarutarishta so so many things so here it is a big uh, uh, list again and uh, primarily uh, consider tinnitus as a miniature vata vyadi and have all vata approaches as possible including the diet nidana parivarjana so many many people uh, so during summer or uh, during early winter they sleep over the terrace so heavy winds are blowing so even coming in uh, coming uh, the ears coming in contact with heavy breeze even walking out in the breeze ask the patient to tie a muffler and all those things if they are having ear problem uh, when we are speaking about kavaigunyas and also the srotodushtis even before the manifestation of tinnitus the person may have some ear related problem ask the patient person to be very careful about that and keep on addressing those issues so some neglected issues can uh, lead to uh, these conditions a sinusitis can also a chronic sinusitis can also lead to tinnitus so there are many other causes uh, we need to identify the causes segregate them primarily treat vata nasya and shirovasti and vasti will be the primary lines of treatment and uh, identifying diseases like pandu and treating them and according to our yukti using vata hara chikitsa so like uh, maybe you are using a kashaya or a gruta or a taila what is best for vata what is best in that particular condition and if it is it is secondary process secondary uh, condition tinnitus is what medicines uh, we need to use according to the situation we can make the choice and use and i'm reading a book called as uh, breathing an art of uh, art which is lost in the times uh, something like that in that uh, in that the author explains that over a period of time the brain size of the human beings is constantly increasing and he explains that over a period of 2 lakh years a uh, brain size a uh, brain size of human beings from the early primates uh, has almost tripled and that is causing a lot of pressure on the uh, nose area and palate that's why you know if you if you go to say 1000 year before skulls they were not having this teeth derangement problem now we have that because again the palate is pushed down over a period of evolution and he explains that like there is evolution need not be always beneficial for the species including human beings for example we started being erect and you know we have a lot of back problems and other things even the neck issues and all because we were you know slanted now suddenly we are erect over a period of thousands of years and he explains that uh, even foot choking was not a, a phenomena in the pre- previous thousands of years that has become very common tooth derangement teeth derangement and lack of sufficient cavities etc probably guru has said that's why including nasya as a early regimen or putting ear drops which is akarna purana is also explained as part of dinacharya and taking care of the cavities of the head becomes so vital for uh, you know preventing this type of basically when we grow up from a childhood towards the adulthood and to the end of our life we will be moving towards the vata increasing period and vata plays a very important role in even cell division as well as vata is very important in maintaining all the functions in the body because other two uh, doshas are pangu we all know that they are lame 
it will be carried out by the water to different places and the, all the functions that you can take you can see all the pathways are controlled in the body by vata and vata has to do all the functions and definitely when we move towards the higher vatic functions or vatic things in the body we will find the effect of vata on all the tissues similarly on the nerves and the tinnitus is one of the condition which usually we come across in old age it's more common in old age that is the reason because it is of vata period all the lakshan i mean uh, treatment modalities as just like uh, dr ragam sir has very clearly pointed out all the vata hara chikitsa using grita and taila is the only and the best way out to that as a medication we can add even further pratvata chintamani or even mahavata vidvamsan rasa or even samira pannaga rasa or ekanga rasa according to our needs and yukti we can add all these things and accordingly we can take things to the further level in a treatment modality i mean a protocol maybe even sarivadi vati is also used as the important medicine for this condition even saptamrita loha is also used this is one of the important uh, preparation for these type of conditions and of course there are uh, danvantra 101 kshirabala 101 and then uh, neurocare drops or something like that all these things are towards the vata harana effect of uh, those things and even the nourishing the neural tissues so if these things are taken care of definitely we will find it out and uh, very importantly we can manage the tinnitus the the other point what you will find out regarding the evolution and all those things for a time being if we accept that uh, over a period of time maybe thousands and thousands of years our brain size has increased and uh, i hope even that probably even based on the brain size even our skull size and even our face size is also increased uh, somewhat accordingly adopted we cannot simply say that only one part will be available and the other part will remain silent that may may, may not be it is totally in hypothesis whether to accept it or not to accept it or accept it according to our convenience that is totally a different issue we need to take it with a pinch of salt yes sir there the author argues that because we are not like chewing meat anymore and because everything is cooked and ready to use the oral cavity is not that much used as previously so the lower part of the face is underdeveloped uh, so that's just you know i mean he's he has done some research and what not uh, one more important formulation guru uh, sir has given a big list of medications wonderful medications again uh, saraswatarishta plus balarishta and the uh ashwagandharishta so this combination i have used in tinnitus and other uh, vatavikaras so wonderful combination this combo is again uh, look out for the tolerance of arishtas so the same thing same uh, grutas can also be mixed i feel uh, if you even saraswata arishta is uh, the best one brahmi saraswata this or kalyanata gruta is also one of the best one uh, for tinnitus and vata Uh, conditions so again as i said unmada apasmara chikitsa whatever medicines have been explained there they are really wonderful in uh, treating vata rogas also so and the vata roga anyhow we have a contact saraswata bala and uh, shrigandharishta so that particular combination yeah i i have a doctor in uh, ayurveda doctor in ichal karanji maharashtra who only deals with this uh, spine and neural neurological disorder he uses the combination of saraswata arishta and shrigandharishta in combination for many months together to treat uh, epilepsy case uh, very well and uh, th- there's a question here that how should the ear wax 
uh, in the ear be cleaned i heard earbuds are not not the right option yes there are obviously not the right option uh, one of the you know, easiest ways that uh, these modern doctors use they give something like solivax but uh, it is just a, a combination with um, like turpentine oil everything is mixed even our uh, simple olive oil is also used even the olive oil is also used that uh, olive oil has a capacity to mix with the ear wax and make it a solid mass they, they usually advise it for five, five days and then uh, you know it becomes a solid mass and then it becomes easy to remove but we should be very careful we should be having the proper headgear to you know visualize the uh, uh, ear canal uh, and and also guruji sir regular karnapurana or at least using a few oils as your ear drops is also a, a strategy to you know avoid ear wax build up sir definitely that is the reason acharyas have given very clearly all the navarendras in human body should be given the oil that's why even Acharya Vagbata very clearly said you have to put oil to every hole in the body. That's the reason you have got Uttarabhasti, we got Basti, we got Karnapurana, we got Nasya, we got oral application, bodily application, every Shirovabhanga. He has not left any part of the body. That's the reason. And for earwax, we have got a beautiful preparation in our Ayurveda that is Abhamarga Kshara available in the market. Abhamarga Kshara wonderfully works in the earwax and easily, and otherwise even simple, very clear uh, coconut oil also. Because previously when we were very young, our mother used to put coconut oil to our ears. That is the reason we used, usually they used to get all those things. Uh, the Karna Bhuta, what we call it is Karna earwax, very clearly comes out. With a, with a soft soil, solid mass and uh, using Abhmarak Sharatayla is a wonderful thing. And of course, uh, practicing Karnapurana will always uh, avoid formation of a very solid and painful wax and uh, its complications. There's also a question on honey. Uh, nowadays, getting a good quality of honey is challenging. How can we identify the quality of honey? Uh, there is this water dissolution test, you know, if, if honey is put Usually, usually it doesn't dissolve uh, very rapidly, uh, whereas if it's added with sugar syrup, uh, then it dissolves very rapidly. See, very clearly, I have got my own uh, way of uh, getting a good quality honey. I'll suggest to the vendor that, see, you also have your children and whatever you do cheating with your uh, people who purchase you, who, who feed you and your family. And if you cheat them, you will be in Karma Siddhanta, you will going to receive all this back. I want honey from you very peculiarly for the purpose of medicine. So don't do any adulteration. Whatever you want to charge, you charge it. But I want a very pure one. In that narration, if you discuss with the vendor, definitely he won't do anything and he will give you the best quality one. That is what usually we have seen. And of course, there are many other ways. Even uh, fire test is also explained. And if, on paper, if honey is poured and then it is uh, been lit with uh, fire, it will not should not make a crackling sound or something like that. There are very many tests have been developed. But still, as rightly pointed out, getting a pure quality of any oil, getting a pure quality of ghee, getting a pure quality of honey or even any raw medicines, is a very very challenging nowadays and there is also this uh, honey plus vinegar plus water uh, ideally it should not form that is forming uh, i mean with a 
you know, I, I, as an Ayurveda doctor, we should be always vigilant with the quality of products that is sold. Just as the label is good, packing is good, we should not be carried away. There's a question here that won't oiling ears make the oil get inside the ear canal? Nothing will happen. We have experienced it and we have used it. Nothing will happen if you put oil, few drops of oil into the ear. Of course, we should make ourselves very clear that our tympanic membrane should not be ruptured. There should not be any issues with the, like chronic separative what it is media or anything like that, or even any holes in the tympanic membrane. That should not be there. Otherwise, nothing will happen. And we can, we, we were very effectively, we have used and we are, it's a you know, Pratyaksha Pramana. We have used it and it will be very, very uh, soothing to the eyes as well as ears. Uh, uh, there's a question that, in in cold climates and in winter probably coconut oil is not a good oil to put in the uh, ear because it again get can get solidified sir. definitely during a winter season even uh, shirodhara nasya karnapurna all should be think before you doing it that's the reason we need to you know, take up the you know consideration of all these things uh, the where we live in what is the age group of the patient what is the diseases he is suffering from whether it is for the roga harana or whether it is for the maintenance of health keeping these all these things in mind then we need to do a practices and these type of practices also to be done with keeping in mind whether there is no mega charita dina that is there is not a cloudy wind or cloudy days or even cold winters so it typically been uh, adjudged based on our yukti whether to do it or not to do it like that and in the last class, I think we have discussed regarding the, the winter places like in uh, most part of the America and the European places. Even though the winter is very harsh outside, the inside the house, it will be completely they, they maintain the temperature uh, things with the many other uh, modalities and the modern day technique. So in that conditions, you can put it no issues with that. That can be done very easily. Uh, thank you, sir. And there is a question on like one year aged honey. I have seen references like a one year old honey being better in terms of its medohara effect or weight loss effects, all those things are better with the one year old honey, whereas new honey can be nourishing and uh, you know can be kapha increasing as well. Uh, all the kapha decreasing attributes are given to the one year old honey. The question is, uh, it is said that one year old honey is more balanced. Can honey get too old? Or is, is there such a thing as too much, too aged honey? Definitely. One year aged honey and a fresh honey definitely have differences. And aged honey, uh, that is one year aged honey is a very good uh, kafahara and medohara. There is no doubt about it. But how to identify it? Whether we have to get it from the market with the labels uh, observing its manufacturing date or otherwise we need to purchase honey and put our own label and keep it there for one year then it becomes one year old honey. This is the two methods where we can believe in. The third point is too much of old, definitely when it becomes too much of Purana, the honey, then there is a breakdown and uh, I think uh, dextrose crystallization will occur in the bottom of the honey. That is very common. Do you recommend discarding honey after a certain period of time? Or? No, I don't think so. We can um, do it off. No, there is no requirement as it to be thrown up, but there is no expiry for that as such. If it is properly kept and it is um, divided of moisture and all those things, it can be used for many purposes. Does honey when crystallized have the same effects? There is this Madhu Sharkara explained 
No, definitely, Madhu Sharkara, when it is disintegrated, definitely we cannot accept it as a totally honey as it is because it has broken down his physical nature. Definitely, certain actions of that will be lost, but still it can be used as a Purana honey. Some of the effects could be seen. From Rajanikan to it says, Purana Shodhan Sandhane, Vrana Samropana Dishu, Sadharanya Madhu Hitam, Tattulya Madhu Sharkara. So they are giving a hint that it's used externally for healing the wounds rather than taking it internally because there would be obviously some changes with its qualities. So can honey be used for nasya? I don't think it's used. For... Uh, I have not used any time honey in the nasya. I don't um, even recommend for that why that needs to be done. I don't know. Even some question was there that honey was heated and that smoke was taken for nasya also. I have not tried all those things. But um, heating honey itself is against the principles of Ayurveda. So I don't recommend that. Even I have not used honey or I have not seen or used it's, it's always good to refer to that Apamarga Tanduli Adhyaya in which Acharya Charaka has clearly mentioned almost all possible ingredients for like Nasya, Vamana, Viration, etc. So if it's not there, probably not a good idea. And uh, honey for swishing of mouth, also called Kavala and Gandusha, because of Ranahara effect and also Kapha Nirlekana effect, probably it's, it's good for like a oral thrush. That can be done. To some extent, but for Kavala and Gandusha, Acharya's recommendation was most of them were oils and ghees. It was, and later it was some kashayas. But there is no harm in using honey for mouth ulcers or something like that, where a person is suffering from such type of things or the pitta dominated conditions or burning sensation, something like that. Or there is an, like, uh, Gutka, you are consuming Gutka for a long term and has been developed um, fibrosis as such, as such type of conditions. Definitely, he can use it for the purpose of Kavala and Gandusha. It will help to heal the things. So, this is liquids for Gandusha from Asangradiya. Fats, oils, ghee, honey with water, shukta, fermented gruel, even madhya, uh, mansasa, mutra, ganyamla, varieties things that can be used, of course, it depends on. And also, there's a reference that, you know, for, of, of all the uh, liquids available for Kavala and Gandusha, <coughs> uh, Thaila is the best, as rightly pointed out. So, this is from uh, Astangriya Kavala Gandusha chapter, chapter number 22. When is Kavala and Gandusha to be done? It, it is usually on the empty stomach in the morning. So same Kavala and Gandusha is being used by Ayurvedic community, but it has been made more popularized by the term oil pulling. That's what very the Westernal Western world has come out with this oil pulling, and they started using for this oil pulling. What are the oil available? Even sunflower oil, olive oil, they used started using it. But the intention behind that we need to understand that Kavala Gandusha's intention is to control the vata and kapha at that places. But primarily for vata, that's the reason to maintain the sturdiness of the teeth, to maintain the mouth's health or you can oral cavity health or buccal health. So such type of things they have been used. And of course, Kavala and Gandusha, one is totally covering the mouth with full of its thing without moving the liquid. Then other one, it is half full and it is made to move while blowing the air into that and making it a gargling. Yeah, people also recommend to drink coconut oil, sesame oil and peanut oil etc. Is it okay to 
uh, take these oils on an empty stomach. Uh, it, it all depends on the, you know, for what condition it is prescribed. It is definitely not uh, a recommended practice to take these oils as a part of like healthy routines not mentioned. If the disease demands based on the <clears throat> based on the disease, uh, such practices can be prescribed. Uh, well, that that brings to the wrap of this session. See you in the next next group of the session next week. Namaste.